Listener-supported KFUO invites you to listen live to our annual share It's your opportunity to show your support to KFUO. If you can't join us live, please prayerfully consider supporting us by calling 314-996-1518 and asking about our giving levels. You can also click the Give Now button on our webpage. Share 2017, April 20th, 21st, and 22nd. Listening to Faith and Family, I'm Sarah Golseth. Today, I have the joy of bringing you the story of a missionary who's been in the field for quite some time. With me in studio today is Robin McCoy, who is serving as an English as a foreign language instructor in Bangkok, Thailand. Welcome, Robin. Thank you very much. So, you've been in Thailand since 2005. Is that correct? Yes, I have almost almost 12 years. It'll be 12 years uh, in August. Wow, that is, that's a long time to be uh, on the mission field. It is a long time, <laughs> but it's gone by very fast. That's good. That's good. So how how did you end up in Thailand? What's the story there? All right, let's talk about the story. <laughs> um, I was in a marriage that I thought would last forever. Mm-hmm. But life has a funny way of changing these things on you. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up divorced. And um, I was never able to have children. And since I was totally free, God called me one night to go into the mission field. I was laying in bed and I was reading inspirational material, uh, usually scripture or some kind of something that would be very encouraging. And I had, at that particular time, I'd been reading a book that had been written by a missionary. Mm -hmm. And I can't even remember where I was in the book, but the next thing you know, I wasn't in the book anymore. Mm -hmm. And all of these thoughts were going through my mind that I was going to be a missionary. And I'm having a conversation with God and I'm saying, well, I used to play in the mud when I was a little girl. (laughs) I could live in a village, you know, and I grew up without an indoor bathroom. I could use, you know, an outdoor bathroom. I'm telling God all these things I could do, Mm -hmm. you know. I said, but the snakes, Lord, I don't think I can do the snakes. (laughs) So it was probably about four o'clock in the morning before I ever calmed down enough to go to sleep. And the next morning I went and I talked to my pastor, uh, Reverend Dr. Mark Bangard at Emmanuel Lutheran. And I told him, I said, I'm going to be a missionary. And he said, you are, are you sure? (laughs) I said, I've never been more sure of anything in my life. I just don't know how to go about it. He said, okay, and he made a phone call. Within two days, we were filling out paperwork. Wow. Within the week, I was in mission placement and found out I was going to Bangkok, Thailand. Mm -hmm. Within the month, I was at training orientation in St. Paul, and within two months after that, I was in Bangkok, Thailand, and I've been there almost 12 years now. Wow. Wow. And I went in there with the understanding that I would teach English as a foreign language and build relationships. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you, I've never had anything more incredible in my life than building those relationships. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just incredible. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about uh, your work teaching English. Had you taught anything before? Is that part of your background? Well, 
I always wanted to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. That was one of my one of my dreams, and um, never was able to get to 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 do that. And um, so I'd had experience with teaching Sunday school, teaching mm-hmm. preschool, day school, those kind of things. So I had teaching experience through that. But when the Lord sent me over to Bangkok. This is a different kind of school, a different kind of teaching, because it's a teaching center. So I'm able to plan what I want to teach about. Mm-hmm. It's English, which is something that, that you already know. And so I get to teach them the things that I already know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I make fun and games out of it. I let them have a good time because they've they've worked all day in school. They've worked all day at their jobs. They want to enjoy learning English. And so I make it fun for them. Sure. Now, the center, is that, uh, is it a separate school or is it connected with a congregation in Bangkok? It's connected with a congregation. Uh, it's with the Lutheran Church. Mm-hmm. And we're called Intolite Center. We're with the Intolite Lutheran Church in Bangkok. And... Um, yeah, and so what we do, what I do is as I build relationships, of course, I share Christ and I share the gospel mm-hmm. with the students. And there are many opportunities because the more relationships that you build and, and the more they grow, questions begin to come up and, and feeling at ease about talking and sharing mm-hmm. the gospel. And so I've also had many of my students that have gone up to our churches upstairs. We have the center on the bottom floor churches on the second floor and I have an apartment on the third floor. Mm-hmm. And so there are many times when I'll take the students upstairs so they can see the church. They have no idea what it's going to look like. Mm-hmm. And so then they're not uncomfortable. And so then there are times that they'll say, oh, I think maybe I want to go with you today, tomorrow. And it's like, fine, come on, <laughs> let's go. You know, So uh, it, it just makes them feel a lot more comfortable. And then when they're going with me or with the person they have a relationship with, there's nothing to be afraid of then because sure. it's okay. Sure. Are these students um, high school students, college students? What they're, kind of age range? They're, they're everything. Okay. Uh, my youngest one that I have right now is probably about 12 Oh, wow. And my oldest one is 68. Wow. But now what we do is we go according to skill level Mm -hmm. and we have them take a a skill placement test when they come in. And then we can tell if they're introduction level one, level two, level three. Level three, they can pretty much do anything they want. Uh, And then we also go according to age. So if we've got a 12-year-old that's as good as the 68 year old we're not going to put them in the same class Mm -hmm. you know so we go according to the age and the skill level and we just try to find places where then they can have a comfortable place to study sure do many of these students if any know about jesus before they come to see you there are a few okay there are a few that come in and and after i build a relationship with them and you know maybe i'll say something about jesus oh i know jesus Really? Are you Christian? Yes, I'm Christian. Oh, wow. But now there's there's only about 1.2, 1.5% of people in Thailand who are Christian. But let's put it this way. We don't know how many of those people have heard about Jesus and have them in their hearts, have him in their hearts because 
the Thai culture and the families are are and the Buddha Buddhism are so tightly interwoven mm-hmm. that a lot of times this person may actually have faith and believe in Jesus, but because of their family, mm-hmm. they're not going to be able to react on it like they want to. Sure. Because that's such a tight thing. And there are some people who have gone to Christianity who had to lose their family because mm-hmm. their family didn't want anything to do with that. So that is a very hard decision for them. But how many over there have him in their hearts? That's hard to say. Sure. You know? Sure. So. Now, what the... the- main religion in thailand is it buddhism, buddhism. Mm-hmm. and it's it's so con- tightly connected but it's also um i've learned a very open culture to other religions or other idols or, or that kind of thing what they will do is they they feel they have the freedom to listen to and pray to anybody or mm-hmm. anything yes and so i had this older gentleman and he was my student i think he's probably the oldest one i had his name was Sutap. And uh, I went on a, a, I traveled with him and his family to a couple of places. And we went to this one temple. And he said, oh, he said, you can, you can pray too. And I said, well, no, no, I, I'm not going to do that. Oh, he said, I'm Buddhist. I can pray to anybody. Mm-hmm. And I said, yes, I understand that. But I said, in my belief, I have one creator and one savior. And that's the only one I pray to. Right. Oh, okay. And then I talked to him about it, and I helped him to understand why. Mm-hmm. And he really listened. He really listened, but he still went in and prayed. So, <laughs> is it is it is it really challenging to convince people that that Jesus isn't just another one of their idols? He's he is the only one. Thank you for saying that. It's not my job to convince. Mm-hmm. Aha! Trick question. I know what you were doing. It's not my job to you know, to convince them to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, I leave that up to the Holy Spirit. But it is my job to give them the words Mm -hmm. and the evidence to let them know that he is the Lord and the Savior. And there are many, many opportunities to share. I had, if it's okay, I had a student this just before I came home and his English is very good. And there mm-hmm. were students, I think there were about four other students in the class. And he said, teacher, I have a question. And I said, okay, you never know what the question's going to be. <laughs> and he said, he looked over and he pointed at the picture on my wall. And he said, why is Jesus on all three crosses? <laughs> and I said, wow. I said, that really does look like that, doesn't it? And so to him and to all those other students that were in the classroom, I got to tell them the story about Jesus on the cross and the two thieves and why it all had to happen. And I mean, I just got, I I had like a 20 minute conversation with them just explaining to them about Jesus on the cross. Sure. Wonderful opportunity. And everybody got to hear it then that was in the class. Yeah. And he goes, oh, Okay. You know, and he was fine, you know, and, and he got to listen to it, too. Will that make him Christian? Probably not. Maybe not. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But he gets to hear about Jesus. And he had questions. And that was through the relationships that we have. 
Yeah. Is it, are, are people generally very open to hearing about about Jesus and, yeah. and the gospel? See, when they come into our center, they know it's a Christian center. Mm-hmm. And they come into our center because word of mouth has said, if you come into that, if you go into that center, they will treat you like family. <laughs> and you will really like that center. Mm-hmm. And they teach you English and, you know, and they know when they come in that it's Christian. So they expect that they're going to be time to time when they're going to hear uh, the word. Sure. Uh, and it's become very, very comfortable to share that with them. There have maybe been in the whole time that I've been over there, maybe two times where they said, oh, I'm not interested. And it's like, that's okay. You don't have to be interested. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just sharing it with you. Oh, okay. And then they just kind of let it go. Sure. But that doesn't mean that the, that that word can't work on them in some part of their life. Of course. Yeah. So with these, these relationships that you build, um, do your students become like family to you? My students are my family. <laughs> I was just showing my presentation a little bit ago, and there's a young man on there that I've had since since I've been there. Mm-hmm. In fact, I've got several students still from when I first began. And uh, I said, well, this young man is like a nephew to me. I said, I don't call him my son because he's too ornery. <laughs> I said, I don't think I'd have a son that ornery, <laughs> although I might. Uh but yes, they become very much like family, and their family becomes like family to me, too. Mm-hmm. So I have many students over there that call me mom mm-hmm. or mommy or grandmother or grandma or, you know, auntie, whatever. I have mm-hmm. many students that call me by a family name. Sure, sure. Do you uh, do you have opportunities to have uh I don't know, parties with them or get togethers or just have lunch with them. We do that. A- oh, <laughs> if you could see me, uh, I'm a little bit overweight, not a lot, but a little bit. And that's because of all the lunches that they take me to. In fact, I'll tell you a re- very funny story. It was on uh, Mother's Day mm-hmm. and I had two students that came by and they said, teacher, we want to take you to lunch. And I said, OK, that's fine. And we went to Sizzler and they have Sizzler over there. So we had a salad mm-hmm. bar and I had a, you know, a little luncheon. And um, I came back home, and I was just getting ready to take a nap because I just had eaten. Mm-hmm. And um, another student called and said, Teacher, we want to take you out to eat. <laughs> well, it was Sizzler again. Oh, no. And so those women, well, they know me because I go over there quite often for salad bar. And, and they, they just kind of smiled at me, you know. And so later that evening... Here came three other students. Teacher, we want to take you to Sizzler. And I said, okay. So I walked in and I put my finger up to my mouth and I shushed the girls working because I didn't want them laughing too hard. <laughs> I didn't want those students to know that I had been there the third time that time. So yeah, we go out and eat a lot and we do a lot of things together. We go on outings and trips. When we have uh, get togethers in our center, you mm-hmm. know, like for Valentine's or Christmas or Thanksgiving or whatever, uh, those are great opportunities to share Christ. Mm-hmm. And as they say, uh, or as I say, if I cook it, they will come. Mm -hmm. And so if I make brownies or cake or cookies or potato salad or coleslaw, whatever, (laughs) they will come, you know. And so, you know, it's like R will send, R is the, the manager of the center. And she says, Teacher Robin's going to cook. 
And so we get more students when <laughs> when they hear that, which is a good, good thing, you know. So yeah. as long as they come, I will cook for them. Everybody loves brownies. Everybody loves brownies. <laughs> Are you able to um, uh, use maybe teaching cooking skills as, as something to help build those relationships too? I have cooking classes. Yeah. Yeah, I have cooking classes. And um, they come up to my apartment. Mm-hmm. And uh, we decide what we're going to make, and then we cook, and they eat, and they're just happy as can be. And I usually let them take it home with them because I'm diabetic and I can't have a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness, they love that. Oh, we can take that. Well, yeah, you can <laughs> take that. I can't eat it, you know. There you go. There you go. Uh, so uh, are you able to uh, reach out to people outside of the center? Do you have teaching opportunities um, outside of, of the center? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Um, there was a company called the Fuji Corporation there in Bangkok. And you know, everybody knows what Fuji mm-hmm. is. And so one of my students said, we would like for you to do a program with us and, and you know, teach us some English. And so I would go to their company and they had a big circular room and they had all these students come. And I would teach them English and play games and have fun with them. And I did that for a year and then um, they changed the person who was in charge of that. And they said, I don't think we really need that. And I didn't get to go back. But I love those people. It was just fun. Sure. Now, I build relationships out in my neighborhood. When I go out in the neighborhood, I say hi to many, many people because mm-hmm. I've gotten to know them. And even if I can't speak to them a lot... Just saying hello to them, just, you know, saying something, you know, maybe it's, oh, it's very hot today. You know, I said in Thai and, you know, then we, oh, yes, 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 because we can, (laughs) we have something we can agree on. Mm -hmm. And in the grocery store, I've made really good friends with uh, the ladies in the produce department. Mm -hmm. They don't sell a lot of potatoes and I love potatoes. (laughs) And they've learned that. They Uh said, well, if I, if we buy them, this, you know, teacher will buy them. And so uh, when I get ready to come home. I tell them in Thai that I'm going to be going home, and I show them the dates on the calendar. So they order less potatoes at that time, <laughs> and then they resupply by the time I get back so that I have my potatoes. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> it is. But there are a lot of people all over that neighborhood because of the fact of smiling at them, mm-hmm. talking to them, just just being nice to them mm-hmm. that you become loved you know just by doing that sure in fact i have a student well she's not a student now she's a very dear friend and her and her mother were walking to the store and i was walking out of the store and i wide which is how you put your hands together and you bow your head that's a greeting they have in thai Mm -hmm. and i did that to her mother and she came back around and she said do you know my mother (laughs) I said, wow, your English is really good. <laughs> and I said, no, I don't know your mother, but she looks so sweet and so kind, and I wanted to show her respect. Mm-hmm. And so we got to talking, and she found out where I taught. And, and so she came to class for a little while. We became such good friends that we go out every Sunday evening now. Mm-hmm. We go out for dinner every Sunday evening. We visit, we talk, we laugh, we share. And every Sunday evening... I get to say a prayer before we eat, Mm -hmm. and I change it up every time. And she always says, I just love to listen to you say your prayers. Mm -hmm. There are opportunities everywhere if you have those relationships. Sure, sure. So 
does helping your students learn English uh, help them to achieve some of their own personal goals in their careers or their life? If if you want success in a big corporation in Thailand or pretty much anywhere, mm-hmm. you have to know English. Sure. You have to speak English. So they want to learn the English. They want they want to improve their English. Uh, I have helped several students to get positions that they wanted. Uh, air host, air hostess. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. But they have certain, oh, AIS program. Mm-hmm. That's the, the exchange program where they go over and stay for like a year. So I've helped students with that. So there are different ways that I've been able to help them to achieve goals that they wanted to meet. That's wonderful. It is wonderful. Are you also able to oh, share share life stories and, and teach um, compassion and kindness and those kinds of things? You know, I've always been an open book. Mm-hmm. And I think that's been very helpful in Thailand because whether it was the fact of, you know, there was a time when I had a miscarriage or the time when I, you know, went through divorce or the time when I did this or this or this, everything that I've ever been through in my life, I've been able to help somebody else over in Thailand. Mm -hmm. I've been able to help at least one or more people because they've experienced the same thing. And I've been able to share Christ's love through those experiences to them. Sure, sure. Let's talk about uh, life in Thailand a little bit. We have just a few minutes left. Um, what's it like to to get around or where, where do you do your grocery shopping or, or sightseeing? Where do you go sightseeing? I have a grocery store that's kind of across the street. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And, and so it's like a little, it's like a small Walmart. Yeah. And so I can get pretty much anything I want. The motorcycle taxis, I'm friends with those guys, so I trust <laughs> them to take me places where I need to go. Uh, taxi cabs, buses, that was all new to me. I had to learn all of that mm-hmm. stuff. When I go traveling, it's usually with my students and their families. Mm-hmm. I don't go out on my own because I'm not, it may seem like I'm real confident, but I'm really not. Uh, so, but it's more fun to go with them anyway. Sure. So every, all the places that I've ever gone has been with students and, and their families Mm -hmm. and, oh, it is so beautiful there and everything is an experience. Mm -hmm. Everything. It's sometimes it's not anything at all like you would expect it's going to (laughs) be. What kinds of places have you been able to, to visit Uh, other countries or other um, major I've, I've been well I've been to Cambodia Vietnam mm-hmm. Taiwan uh, Tokyo wow Indonesia um, do you have a favorite do I have a favorite <laughs> do I have a favorite are all of them your favorite Thailand actually is really? my favorite out of all of them because they're whether you're at the sea or whether you're in the mountains mm-hmm. Wherever you go, it's just incredibly beautiful. Sure, sure. So just just about a minute and a half left. Uh, do you have Do you have any advice for anybody who's thinking about mission work or or thinking about teaching English or or that kind of thing? Oh, follow your heart and follow the Lord because I've never had I've never had a better twelve years in my life. Mm-hmm. It's it's all about Him. Sure. It's all about him. And he will just lead you to greatness. And I'm not talking about, I'm talking about in the heart and Mm -hmm. in the mind. 
Mm-hmm. And building the relationships has really relationships been... Relationships are the number one key. Yeah. That's been really, really influential for you and really great Absolutely. for you. Absolutely. And, you know, I always knew it, but never as much as when I got into missions. If you have the opportunity and you want to get in missions, go for it. Don't let anything hold you back. That's wonderful. Well, Robin, we're uh, we're all out of time. Yeah, sorry. I talk a lot. <laughs> oh, that's that's why we have you on. <laughs> to read more about Robin's story and the missionary work uh, being done in Thailand, go to lcms.org slash McCoy. And if you would like to learn more about service in general, you can go to lcms.org slash service. With me in studio is Robin McCoy, who serves as an English as a foreign language instructor in Bangkok, Thailand. Thank you so much for being my guest today. Thank you. God bless. Listen to Faith and Family Monday through Friday at this time. Faith and Family is a listener-supported program. Your financial support is needed for Faith and Family to continue. Our address is 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can contact us on the web and download Faith and Family at KFUO.org. Worldwide KFUO, on the air, online, and on demand.